Hey, brother. Hello, brother. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 7, or like I like to say, Quarantine Week 1. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your host, Steve, alongside my younger brother, Chris. That's me. That's, that's me. The, the apocalypse. It's the end of, the, the end of society. It's fun. <laughs> Match Wits is a nostalgia-infused <laughs> pop culture podcast. And Stuff. I guess a little morbid. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try to keep it, uh, well, we're going to keep it real, I guess. Uh, if this is your first time listening to Matchwits, uh, we're typically uh, a nostalgia, which would be me because I'm old, and pop culture, which is Chris because he watches a lot of movies and stuff, reads a lot of books. Uh, podcast, um, typically we would disagree on things. The last episode, which was actually two weeks ago, uh, I lost $2 to Chris. Yes, you did. Do you remember what they were? Uh, no. <laughs> Supermarket sweep. Yep. Being on TLC. And Jordan Peele having anything to do with... Hunters. Hunters? Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, um, deep. So, for what it's worth, I'm $9 in the hole to you. <laughs> so, you can, I can Venmo that to you at any time. Hey, I might need that you, soon. I'll be <laughs> you through. We can barter for goods. Some bullets or something. If All right. Well, so let's yeah, let's start let's start with the current state. And we're typically not a political podcast. No. We say we're not a sports podcast, but I mean, it'd be hard to do a pop culture podcast and ignore the fact that you know I haven't left my property in uh, fourteen days, <laughs> and um, there's a good chance. So I, for those who've never listened before. Uh, I live in the Seattle, I'll say Seattle area, I don't live Seattle. in downtown Seattle, yeah. but I live uh, outside in the country a little bit in Seattle, and uh, I also do a fair bit of travel for work, <laughs> so I returned from a trip to D.C. two weeks ago, uh, this would have been right around the uh, the 6th of March, mm-hmm. um, uh, did some stuff that weekend, took my daughter downtown so she could... Uh, interview or do a orientation for the Seattle Aquarium because she's going to volunteer there or was going to before they canceled that program. Yep. Um, and then I haven't left since. But the first, I don't know. I, I, I got to say, I've been sick for about two weeks. And today was the first day I finally felt better. And I think we touched on it briefly. And I said, hey, I think this I'm, I'm having allergies at the same time yeah. that this coronavirus thing is going on. And the more we learn about it, I mean, I'm not saying I had it. I'm just saying I was I was not myself for a good two weeks. I had a sinus thing. Um, never went much more than that. Never had the fever. Never had the cough. Uh, but I was just I was not feeling great for about two weeks. Uh, but luckily, my company, because we're a software company, um, we've been uh, working from home since that, since basically since I returned from D.C. So uh, starting on the 9th, uh, I've been working from home. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a good two weeks in to no commute, which has been nice because for me, I mean, it saved, I mean, I, you know, I don't remember if we talked about this on the pod, but I typically would leave for work at 5.30 a.m., to beat traffic, get in and work, and kind of work East Coast hours or pretty close to East Coast hours. I get in the office a little bit after 6 uh, a.m. And now my commute is, you know, 30 seconds yep. <laughs> outside my back door to, to my little home office here where we, we, we typically it was only ever used for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I've been working uh, there for, for two weeks. And it's interesting. Like, it's, 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 
it's certainly interesting times. Uh, you know, I worked from home before when I lived back on the East Coast, so that's not new to me. But this whole thing of the whole company working from home and 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 we have this new thing. Like I've never been a big like turn the webcam on guy. Uh, but we've got this thing now, particularly when we do internal calls and stuff that everybody's got to have their webcam on, trying to keep that, trying to keep that kind of energy that we have in the office when we're dealing face to face, doing it while we're, we're all working remotely. (laughs) Did you see the girl that forgot she was on a uh, conference call with like 15 of her coworkers and took it in the bathroom? And put it on the floor where you could see her take her <laughs> take her shorts and her underwear off and take a pee and then get back up and then realize it, it's on and go oh shit and then <laughs> hang up the phone and everybody in the in the room starts laughing like the one guy as soon as she starts doing it starts laughing and then you see a couple other people start noticing what happened and then you just hear oh shit and then their camera shuts off and then it like moves it shuffles everybody around to fill in that spot where her camera was and they all bust out laughing and the one girl's like what just happened and the only girl that didn't get it it made me laugh yeah and this is all this is a hard adjustment for me because i'm used to being on the phone and having my headset on and doing all that not used to having the camera on so I've got to really be careful, like, because you forget sometimes that the camera is on, sure. particularly if you've done a lot of these calls, you know, over the course of like 20 years of me spending a lot of time on the phone with clients and customers and all that, um, that you forget the camera's on. Like, you have to yeah. really pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Because you could walk out of screen, you know, you could whatever, you could roll your eyes at the wrong time. <laughs> like, there's a lot of stuff that you got to remember that there's a camera right at your face. So I can't really. I, my job isn't remote, dude. <laughs> my, my yeah. So I was going to ask you. So how's so what's 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 it like in Philly? So for, well, for the listeners out there, Chris is Chris is in you know outside of Philly, Allentownish area, um, but most, the Philly Why metro did we, area. Did you say Allen? Did you say Allentown area? Like we're not anywhere. In, we're out, we're by Philly. By Valley Forge, like well, we're, okay, whatever. <laughs> Allentown's like an hour north. All right, whatever. But yes, Valley Forge. Philly, sorry. Philly just instituted a stay-at-home order for all non-essential personnel, so that's fun because my company is a gourmet food company that services like event planners and caterers, <laughs> and in places that hold events, use our hors d'oeuvres for their events. If there's no events, there's no need for hors d'oeuvres. So, like, we're technically closed, but not out of choice or out of, like, yeah, I've been working from home, but, like, all my stuff, like, it's a service-based company. Like, when that's all dried up, like, this, my company might not survive. Right. <laughs> like, we're having a big, it's con- scary. Yeah. big conference call on Tuesday about options and, and what we can try to do to salvage something, but... Like it went, it went off a precipice. Like we went from having forty-five orders to fifteen to seven to two. Like in the matter of like three or four days, when things started kind of ballooning wow. out of control. And like I don't work at our corporate office; I run the Philly branch of our of our of our company. And like I, I was getting next to nothing from my office, and I just kept asking. I said, "Do you guys have any idea what's going on?" And they were like, "Well, no. We'll pass it along." And and then I talked to some people earlier in the week and were exploring options with small business loans. I mean, we got sold. I worked for the same company for about 10 years now and build up a lot of equity within the company just being there for so long and kind of 
never having a problem in my division. And we got sold to a third a third party equity company probably a year ago. And they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. Right. They don't care that you work there for a, for 10 years, for a decade. They're, you're a number now. So right. everybody's terrified. So how long have you been uh, working from home or you're not, not going into the office? It, so this past week. Yeah, right. so I was off this whole past, the, this prior week. And then the Friday before that, was things started dwindling. Brody was going to be out of school and Aaron had to travel. And so it was just one of those ones we weren't super busy. So I used personal, like a paid day off on that Friday to stay home with Brody so Aaron could go to her meeting. And then, so I've been off since then. So then everything kind of fell off the cliff that, and then like Sunday night we had a conference call and then it was, we were, we were technically not closed. I went to the office and did some work. like did my paperwork that I had just, uh, some of the stuff I needed to do, but. Yeah, like it's terrifying, and like there's going to be so many people looking for jobs that, all right, so time to learn to trade, <laughs> time, <laughs> right. time to learn how to work with my hands like the ancestors did, and have a, a quantifiable. Our, our ancestors skill. were butchers. Yeah, sure. Why not? I live out by farmland. But you could do that. We could that, grow. That could make. We could grow stuff. Food. Aaron, Aaron, my wife is a landscape architect and knows a ton about plants and like when to plant them and when to harvest and stuff. Like, sure. Homesteading. Yeah, we can homestead. We're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but no, dude, it's scary shit. Like, we did... You never... You didn't jump in on our hangout last night, but we had, we eventually... We actually had invited, like, 12 people, but only, like, five showed up. It was, like, me, Tiska, my buddy Jay, Renfrey, um, my buddy Walsh, and I'm missing somebody. But, so, Jay lives in Midtown Manhattan, and Walsh lives in, I think, Federal Hill in D.C. So, like, mm. very, very populated cities. And at one point in time during a hangout, like, we drank the entire time. We got on at, like, 9 and then just hung out for a while. Walsh and I stayed on to, like, 1 in the morning. But oh, at, at, like, 11 o'clock, they took, they took their respective cameras out to their balconies. And Jay lives in midtown Manhattan, and that place should be swarming on a... On a Saturday night at 11 o'clock, right. and he took it out, and he just went, holy shit. And it was quiet. And you, like, saw, like, the color kind of drain from his face, and he turned the camera, and there was nobody on the street. Like, like an occasional taxi, but, like, nobody walking, yeah. nobody outside. And the same thing, Walsh was like, all right, I'm going to check my street. And he lives in a, like, he lives, I think, fucking the five blocks away from the white house or whatever in that like congressional district we're all like the yeah yeah, yeah. so like, yeah. he went outside and 11 o'clock on a saturday where it should be hipsters going to bars and breweries and stuff like that and it was empty and his face did the same thing like the color kind of he got kind of sullen for a second and i was like oh god this is supposed to cheer everybody up and it just made it worse so yeah it's crazy and you know we we live in the country now so we don't get like we can't it's not noticeable and with me again not sure. leaving the property for two weeks you know i spent the last two days finally because i'm finally feeling better outside <laughs> it has been really nice here and yep. it hasn't rained we had sunshine it was in the 50s uh i put the basketball hoop i got for christmas together because the weather was finally <laughs> nice so it i was, was... going to ask if you wanted to play a virtual game of pig um, I don't have a basketball hoop. The people across the street from me do, and they they don't use it anymore. I can wheel it over. I'd be down once so, it warms up a little bit. It was it was seventy eight and sunny on Friday, and now it's like oh wow, and now it's like forty five, and then it's supposed to snow tomorrow. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, we're going to get a bunch of rain. And then I spent almost the whole day today finally, like, you know, we have a barn, which is, I mean, it's, it's. Fairly gross, but it, I mean, it's it's start cleaning. It's that. covered. Start cleaning it's, that out, man. You're going to need the space. Yeah, I was thinking of Virgil from Walking Dead. I'm like, well, this is going to come in handy. Yep. Um, no, but I, I our, our garage is getting overrun, and I was like, there's stuff in the garage that doesn't need to be in the garage, so I moved it all down. So I spent today like wheeling stuff down to the garage or to the barn and cleaning out. And now the garage is like now it's like a home gym, so we can work out a little bit, yep. or I can work out. So, um, that's kind of what I did. It was nice, but I, you know, I was just, I was hunkered down here. I have no problem. Um, we're okay on food for a while longer. Oh, yeah. Probably have to go to the grocery store this week, which will be interesting. But uh, Aaron's so crazy that we, we don't have to go to the grocery store for probably five weeks, six weeks. I think we planned it oh, out. Wow. Like she went and bought like, so she's been kind of on top of this. Like she was been reading, like I kind of disregarded it at first. And then she went to Costco and they were like selling like gigantic 15 pound beef tenderloins that you have to kind of like butcher yourself. And she bought, four, yeah, yeah. she bought four of them and she brought them Holy home. She, she, They're like a hundred bucks a piece. No, they were on sale. They were like 50. They were like 50 bucks oh, a wow. piece. So she brought them all home and she cut it. We have like, do we can have steak for like? I, I probably shouldn't be if the, if the grid collapses and we all descend into madness and people are looking for supplies. I'm giving a lot away. Like our entire outdoor freezer is just full of steak. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So like we're good for a while, and like I have books and I have movies, and I, I I still was kind of into physical media. So like I still have a lot of movies, and you know what I mean. Like I still have those old VHS tapes and a working. And we're working VCR and stuff. So, like, I, I'm okay. But don't read The Stand. Like, I was, I picked it up, like, a month ago. <laughs> Steve, like, honestly, like, a month ago. I want to say, like, the end of uh, the end of February. For some reason, it because I think CBS is doing, like, a big 10-part miniseries on it. And I was like, oh, sweet. So I wanted to reread it because I haven't read it since. I haven't read it since high school. So I picked it up, like, a month ago, six weeks ago. And I'm about... It's a fourteen hundred page book, so like I think I'm eight hundred pages in right now, like eight fifty, which is right after the outbreak and the grid collapses and everybody's dead and like it's just, Jeez. Yeah, it's not not a good place, like not a good place to be mentally. Yeah. I was having problems, <laughs> I was having a lot of problems sleeping, but then I found the miniseries from '94 or whatever, the one with Gary Sinise and Molly Ringwald and stuff. It's on YouTube. So I decided to watch that because I'm a masochist, and then I had. To... <laughs> <laughs> that's like five and a half hours long. So like I've been slowly watching it to kind of slowly start catching up to myself in the book. So yeah, that's fun. Yeah. So speaking of not sleeping, so I'm you know I have this I don't know cold whatever thing that I had for again I went for on for two weeks, and it it, it messes with your head. Sure. You're watching like all this stuff on TV, and you're reading like, okay, it's a respiratory thing. It goes to your like, here's where it, it goes from being in the sinuses to your throat to your lungs. Yeah. And if you have trouble breathing, you're like, so every time I'd wake up, I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling great. You know, I'm breathing deep, trying to see if it's in my chest. I'm like taking my temperature every five minutes. Like, it'll it'll mess with your head a little sure. bit. Sure. Like, and it, Steve, you also are one of those people that have always been known for your allergies. 
<laughs> it could just be that. Like, we don't Correct. know. That's the scariest thing about all of this is we know yep. so little about what this is and how we're going to fight it and what it's going to do that it's just it's more terrifying than knowing exactly what it is. All right, this is exactly what we need to do. No, we just need to shelter in place until the people that don't know anything know something about how to fix this. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. That's what makes it super scary. So, like, when we were on our hangout last night, people were asking me, like, oh, are you watch any good, like movies recently i've been watching nothing but like schlock on purpose like i don't want to watch like something that's really emotional and 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 then be manipulated in that you know what i mean like i i've been trying hard to keep my mental capacity outside of the stand i i get that that is a morbid but that's my stephen king fetish and i i really like the 94 series when i watched it so but I've been deliberately watching things that are more light in nature. Like I watched that yesterday, like a couple times, the one where the guy gets hit by the bus and wakes up and there's no Beatles. The Beatles have never existed in the world. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. Did you watch that? No, no, they didn't make it on. So I was going to talk about the bracket that, that we did. Um, so (laughs) to keep ourselves busy, right? So our kids, um, are off. This was their first full week off of school. They are off, as of right now, they are off until April 24th. Wow. Yeah, so they're off for another month. Yep. And their spring break would have been a week in there. Maya was supposed to go to Europe for two weeks over spring break. That's not happening. Uh, Her trip to Chicago to see um, uh, Miku, Miku Khan. That was canceled. Yep. Like every everything that she had go in her Comic Con was re- postponed to August. So when, her three big things were all postponed. Anyways, when were you supposed so the kids to go? Out, when were you supposed to go to Disneyland with Charlie? Uh, that was canceled too. That was supposed to be the same time Maya was in Europe. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant to ask you that when it was. I was like, yeah, I forgot you said you were going. Yeah, to do it was going to be. Yeah. It, it was going to be the week of April. Uh, week of April sixth. Yeah, no, yeah. not going to happen unless you have like no. a Mad Max truck. No, brave, yeah, I'm like, why, 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 why risk it at this point? He's a little bummed, but sure. so and and I did not come up with this. Doug Lay Le- Maurice, who's a Cleveland sports writer, I think he writes for Cleveland.com. I saw him post this online where he did a March movie madness, where he did a, a like a Sweet Sixteen, and him and his kids were gonna and his family were gonna watch these movies, and he tried to pick movies that the kids hadn't seen. Um, and then everybody gets a score of zero to twenty-five, and then that becomes that team's score, <laughs> and then the top team will win. Right? You're not going to rewatch the movies, but it'll be like, all right, this movie got an eighty-six, it gets as far as this, and this one had like an eighty-four, it only gets as far that type of thing. So we watched our first movie. We're not going to watch them during the week, more than likely. We'll see how it goes. Um, so we watched our first movie this weekend, and, and did I send you the bracket? Yeah, you sent me like a crappy picture of it. Like it was just kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's all I have. So what I did, and. That's I, all you have? You couldn't like take a little bit I of time. I could have put it on a whiteboard or, or I could have typed it up or yeah, something. Yeah, printed it. Like, what else are you going to do, dude? Like, this is the time to get artsy fartsy with hand, like, <laughs> with, like, hand right? crafts at home. Like, you should see the stuff that, like, we're doing these things. They do it at Brody School. They're called kindness drops. And anytime he does something really good, we give him, like, a sticker on, like, a, a board. And if they get, like, 10 <laughs> stickers, they get. Dude, you should see the board. Like, Aaron and I spent. Aaron and I spent a good 45 minutes to an hour making this really elaborate. I had an extra cork board. So I made this really like elaborate. Like we had all these pictures that we, I had cut out. And like, <laughs> it's the time to do it, man. It's true. 
Well, that was... So, I used the Hangout last night to do the test run for my web show. I did my lights and set everything up and set my cam... Like, worked out the kinks of using my DSLR as my webcam and... Yeah, I got that off. Oh, nice. nice. So you're going to do that? Yeah, eventually. <laughs> I have time. <laughs> right, we all have time. Yeah. Time to do those creative projects. So uh, I'll give you a guy, everybody a quick rundown of what our bracket looks like. So what I did is I... I the, I eventually was going to say, hey, all right, I'm picking all the movies because I wasn't getting any good feedback. Charlie, all he wanted was like, all right, these eight Star Wars movies. I was like, but we've seen all the Star yeah. Wars movies. Um, and again, we wanted to keep it the ones we hadn't seen. Just, But we did them where like if one person saw them, we, we, I, I kind of give a, a couple tokens there, right? right. So, But what I did is I went on, I picked the 16 movies, I went on IMDb, and I did a, like a... Um, amalgamation or a uh, composite score of their uh, their their star rating on IMDb, and then there's like a meta score. Their star rating. I'll never do it by their star rating. Well, but I did star rating and then their meta score, right? Because they're two different. Some movies were high in one and high in the other, and I basically multiplied them together to give me a score, and that's how I did my seating. And it came out pretty good. Hmm. So that way, and then I did like... <laughs> I did like college college basketball. I did you know your one seeds against your four seeds, yeah. and 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 went from there, and ultimately came up with a with a bracket. So it was it was a weird for me. It was a weird list. Like there was the whole time I was thinking, I was like, all right, why would he pick this one? So I'm interested to see why you pick certain ones and why I would have given you other recommendations in the same vein. You know what I mean? Like if you wanted. Yep. Other, but I don't even remember what your bracket thing said. So all right, so <laughs> in my. Uh, so we watched the first movie. We finished it last night. We started it on Friday, but it was it fucking move. That's another thing we should talk about is movies. Like I love the the ninety minute movie, the two hour and thirty two hour. Like, oh, come on. Yeah, depends. That's, it depends if the movie moves. If it doesn't right. move, then yeah. Like the fucking Irishman did not need to be three hours long. I love Scorsese, yeah. dude. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I think he's a great filmmaker, but good lord, it was yeah. Bloated. We don't need something that long. So, so in the first in the first bracket, we'll call this the uh, the upper left quadrant of the bracket. We had the movie Parasite. Yep, I haven't watched that versus yet. the upset. Eddie Murphy classic Coming to America. Yep, that's bold. <laughs> so that's, that's bold to send you. How old's Charlie? He's what? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh yeah, he's fine. He's fine. But Parasite, you haven't seen it yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. I mean, good. Good movie. I think the aggregate score from us is going to come out somewhere like an 80. I think we averaged about 20. Everybody averaged about 20. All right, so you gave it a a B. Uh, It was good. The rewatch. C. Yeah, it, well... You don't, do you guys like subtitles? I know it doesn't really matter. Subtitles are subtitles were hard, um, and the rewatchability on it is hard. It's like it was long, but it was it was everybody agreed it was good. Like sure. it's and so I don't want to spoil anything for you, but it was it, it was good. And that didn't that win like the Oscar or yeah, Academy Award or it. something? It won a bunch. I don't I don't yeah, remember. So it was good, and you can see why. I mean, the story is story's good. You can there's a bunch of stuff in there that's uh, that's good. So then after, so that was the first one we watched. And then I think we're going to go through all the one seeds first, and then we'll move to the, no, to the four you, seeds you or something like that. you got to pit them against each other. 
Yeah. yeah, you have to. I mean, like they're going. You're putting them head to head, correct? It's that's unfair. You know, you're watching. If they're all one seeds, you're watching all of these ridiculously good movies, and then you're watching something substandard, and then trying to re rank after you see the fourth movie. Mm. You've got to play them against each other. And well, but they're should... all gonna be, they're all gonna get one score though. It's like I know Parasite's going against Coming to America, but I mean, no matter when you watch Coming to America, it's gonna get the same score. Not necessarily. Not... Okay. Not necessarily. Like right now, watching movies like Parasite are a little bit more taxing than watching movies like coming. <laughs> See, let's be completely honest. That's like, true. Just, just from right. a mindset, like we watched yeah. Thor Ragnarok like three times this week. Like just because there's like there's nothing really. Right. Like, it's yeah, it's a little adult for a five year old to watch, but it's awesome for adults. And he likes seeing right. Thor. He likes seeing Thor and Hulk fight and then yell at each other. Like he thinks that's funny. And like I'm all right with it. He he misses all the sex jokes with. <laughs> with Jeff Goldblum's character, like that doesn't matter, and he's like, he repeated the word anus once. All right, that's fine. It's a human body part. <laughs> but, right, but that, like that's that's one of the things that yeah. I've done for my psyche is specifically skewed mm-hmm. more towards like coming to America, and we watched Dumb and Dumber. It was just on, and it was on like mm-hmm. it was uncensored. And Brody had never seen it because he's friggin' five, but he watched it for like a little bit. And he was howling like when, when Lloyd comes out in the. The orange tuxedo and does that dance, and he Brody just started dying. But yeah, but watching those head to head, it's it's dude like everything is colored by what we're going through right now. It is that's true. That's a good point. So, all right, so I'll go through these other brackets real quick. Um, in that same region mm-hmm. with Parasite coming to America, we've got 1917 and Life is Beautiful. I haven't seen 1917 yet. I'm pissed. Yeah, you haven't? No. Do you want to? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Char- and Charlie Charlie picked Life is Beautiful. That's wow, good. I was like, okay. Good I don't know him. that I've seen it. That's the uh, Javier Bardem one? Yes. Yeah, so isn't it like uh, Holocaust? Yeah, it's a World War II one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So he, that'll be good. That's heavy. Uh, we've got <laughs> St- Star Wars A New Hope. Fair enough. Versus Steel Magnolias. Yeesh. Why Steel Magnolias? Janine picked it. Oh, fair enough. And then we have... We, none of us had seen a Star Trek movie. I mean, like, the newer movies, like the Chris Pine movies. So we have Star Trek, whatever that was called. The, 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 first, the first one. one. Yeah. yeah. That's the best one. It's good. It's good. Against, it's... against Born Identity. Okay. Who hadn't seen... Obviously, the kids probably haven't seen Born Identity. Correct. So that'll be a good matchup. Yeah. Don't watch the later ones. It's just the first one. Yeah. Then we got in the that was in the lower region. The stars we have Star Wars: New Hope and Steel Magnolias, Star Trek: Born Identity in the lower lower left, and then on the right side in the upper corner, Forrest Gump. Who wait? Who picked Born Identity? You? Yeah. Kids haven't seen it. I'm pretty sure they haven't seen John Wick. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, I, well, that's I, what I mean. Like, if you want a kick-ass action movie, yeah, like this, uh, you're right. That's all I'm You're saying. Right. I will push my John Wick agenda any, yeah, any I chance I can. I, I, I was thinking about watching that over the weekend just to get some. Just to, I watched the third yeah, one. Just to watch I'll, it. I watched the third one a lot recently. I watched. Yeah. Dude, there was one part I literally just sat down for a day. Like Brody went to go do something with Aaron, and I had like maybe twenty minutes. I watched the fight scene with her, with him and Holly Berry and the dogs when they're fighting the way out of that. Oh the, yeah, that's the, good. Which he traded. It's so good. And as soon as they walked in, it was just as it was over. And Birdie came and he was like, what are you watching? And I was like, nothing. Mm, nothing. Nothing. It was just the TV news. That's nothing a little, little too old for you, buddy. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. 
So in the upper right corner, we've got Forrest Gump. Okay. Against Jojo Rabbit. Speaking of, wait, hold on. I'm just going to give you little anecdotes as you go through these. Did you see uh, Rita Wilson doing Hip Hop Array flawlessly while they're in quarantine? Uh, I, I, you know what? I saw it with, without the sound, yeah. but yeah. I, so she nails it like articulately. Like I didn't even know half those lyrics. Like I would just make up a word that sounded like what Tretch said, and she, <laughs> she nailed every word. And it looks like she looks down at one point, like looks at the car, like maybe a, a card or something that has it on it. But I don't care. It's good. Right. It's good. Anyways, continue. So, so Forrest Gump, Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet either. Heard it was good, yep. and then. Uh, I was going to put yesterday in this slot, but I, I pulled yesterday and put in Sing Street just because okay. I like Sing Street. Sing Street's great. It is. I was and, uh, I had been <laughs> right when the, the the Rona hit was my the Irish family that we we're friends with have a big blowout St. Patrick's Day party, like huge. And he sets up karaoke and like we had gone out to dinner with him like three weeks three weeks ago and he was like yeah you gotta sing and i was like all right well you gotta do me a favor and get a song and he was like which one and i said the i said drive it like you stole it from the sing street mm. the sing street soundtrack i was like if you get that song i will go off and i will sing my ass off to that song he just started laughing <laughs> his wife is from dublin and knows three people that went to the music school on sing street and she told oh, wow. me, she goes, oh, my God, I love you. She was like, you're the only person that ever saw that movie. I was like, I adore that movie, and I love that song. And he was like, I don't know anything about what you guys are talking about, but I'm going to look it up. And he looked it up, and he was like, it's a really good song. I was like, I know, right? And no one's ever heard it because <laughs> no one's ever seen this movie. So that's fair. It's fair. That is, that is one of my – that's one of my go-to of movies that you probably haven't seen that you yep. would love. Like, I, just one of those ones. Like, the more people you can introduce – in, into that movie the better yep and I think I told you what I did with that one so I watched that somebody I worked with at um, a consulting firm this was years ago this was back when we were in Virginia right so this was four or five years ago said he knew I liked music and he's like you gotta watch this movie mm-hmm. like nobody's heard of it you gotta watch it you have to you know you have to rent it online or whatever and I watched it and I was like oh my god mm-hmm. it was so good so I, I bought a DVD copy mm-hmm. and a bottle of Highland Park scotch and sent it to John Sterling <laughs> just with a like a, with a real simple note like hey man saw this thought of you enjoy and then like a week later Renee his wife was on Facebook was just like thank you Steve Witt because they it was I mean it was, you know John was completely 80s you know yeah. um, Robert I, Smith hair the whole nine yards so I just watched that I was like oh my god that's right up his alley so yeah that's, good movie. Can't wait. That's one of those. Kids, I want to show it to the kids. I think they'll enjoy it. Yeah, and it's just it's a good it's a good movie. Like it's it's one of the hero stories. It's the the, the ragtag group comes together for one perfect gig at the end, and it's awesome. That song yep. is one of my I don't know top five, top ten original songs for written in movies. Like there was yep. one of the local radio stations did it for a little bit, where it was like the, your top five fake songs that you wish existed in the real world. And I'm like, well, they technically do. <laughs> so <you> just, <laughs> right, right. But they exactly. drive it like you stole it. I was so excited. Then, Dude, Steve, I, I had been practicing singing it. Like Aaron was laughing at me. She was like, oh, you're getting into it. I was like, oh, I'm going to like do dance moves to, while I'm singing. Like I'm not going to need the lyrics on the screen. Like I'm going to sing my ass off because it's a huge party, Steve. Like it's everybody in the neighborhood and it gets, it tends to get a little rowdy. So like that was going to be the big, I was all proud of myself. And pff, Rona, 
Nope, canceled. You can't no party. party. Yeah, yeah. He sent me a picture of his basement that was all like set up, and it was just him drinking down there by himself. And it looks so... <laughs> I can do a, do a Zoom meeting or a Google Hangout. Yeah, it looks so sad. But yeah. All right, so. So sorry. we were going to put Sing Street against, and Maya picked this one, Promare. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I have not. It's an anime. Yeah. Okay. At, originally, I was like, "Everybody, give me four movies," and then it was turning into a thing. And then Miles was like, "No, I'm giving you. I gave you four movies, so we're going to use my four movies." So That's fair. That's that was one of hers. Um, and, and so in the next, so that was the upper right bracket, and then the the final bracket, we've got Knives Out. Yeah. Versus Joker. You haven't seen Knives Out. Have you seen either of those yet? No. That's going to be tough. That one's going to be tough to... They're both really good. I don't know. Some people don't like Joker. I, I thought it was good. I, I really, really liked it. I didn't even care that... All right, so he's not the real Joker. So what? It's, it's a descent to madness that was good. Joaquin Phoenix is, <laughs> is amazing in it, Steve. He really is. Right. But Knives Out is... That's my, that's my cup of tea. That's my... Like, that whole crime caper, whodunit kind of stuff is great. Oh, Steve, clues on Amazon Prime for free. Oh, nice! So we're gonna we're gonna make Brody watch that soon. And last one was, and I don't know where this came from. Beautiful day. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what that is. I don't know that I know what that is. And against Braveheart. Okay, so you're that putting. Was... A, what is beautiful day? Who put that? I don't on? know. I wonder if I thought that was life is beautiful. I wonder if I screwed that up. That's a certain possibility. Beautiful day. I don't even know what that is. Day. We're going to find out. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Sorry. I abbreviated. <laughs> I was like, beautiful day. Yeah, yeah beautiful in the day. The, the, yeah. The, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Well. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Against Braveheart. I haven't seen a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And I don't have the same soft spot for Braveheart that everybody else does. Don't get me wrong. I think it's really good, but like, I. For me personally, I prefer Gladiator. Yeah, well, that's Janine's all-time favorite movie: is Braveheart. Is Braveheart? Does she see yeah. the car in the background in the one scene? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or the one guy picks his shorts up and he clearly has like modern tailored boxers on underneath his coat. This is like Mel Gibson. Fuck you, Mel Gibson. Yeah, but it's so a good movie. That, that's okay. our bracket. So we're, we're you know we're quarantined long enough, or at least the kids are out of school. Yeah. I might have to go to back work at some time. I mean, go back into the office sometime in April. At but... least your kids are old enough to watch R-rated movies, dude. Try doing it with a five-year-old. You know how hard. Mm. How many times I've had to watch Teen Titan go to the movies? Like a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Like that movie makes me laugh consistently. But I've watched it so many times. <laughs> I, we haven't seen that yet. Is it good? I just, Teen Titan. I want to watch it more than the kids. Watch it, Steve. Watch it by yourself. It's good. It, it, it's good enough to watch as an adult without a child. Like right. it's it's the, the references are hysterical. Like at one point, Cyborg is calling Superman. And he's pretending to be Lois low and she goes, "Help, Clark, save me from Gene Hackman's real estate scheme." <laughs> like that's only <laughs> that's only a joke people our age would get. I started howling. Like Aaron didn't even understand what it was. I was like, "It's a Superman, it's a Superman Donner cut." That, that's a reference to the old movie. She goes, "Oh, I had no idea." But there's a whole a whole bunch of those in there, and then it's good. Nice. I have to watch that a lot, and so I've been trying to, like, we watched a lot of Pixar. Like, Disney's basically saving our life. I've watched Toy Story, the entire series already. He's watching a lot of Marvel movies with me. Whatever. 
just a little cartoony violence for a five-year-old. This isn't real. You can't hit buddy, hit people with cars. <laughs> we, we, um, uh, and then we watched because I think it came out a couple days early. We watched the uh, the Rise of Skywalker because Maya and Janine hadn't seen it. And I, I think you know we all kind of was like it's not the worst Star Wars movie, but it's not the best. Yeah, it's just there. It's, just it's me. But and then Charlie shows me this thing where uh, so you know John Williams has a cameo. Yeah, he has a cameo in a couple of them, doesn't he? But he's got a cameo in this movie, and and Charlie and I and I called I called bullshit on him, and he showed me. He's like, they did a the cameo. There's like a five second whatever of John Williams, and they did a um, in the shot. There is fifty because he's got fifty one Oscars. Mm-hmm. They did something in the shot for to represent each one of the movies he won an Oscar for. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, no way. I was like, that's BS. And he showed me like this behind the scenes video that's pretty cool. of J.J. Abrams talking to John Williams and telling him <laughs> like, oh, we did that. Like he was finding out and it was like, that's from Hook. That's from this. That's from that. Like all in all these movies, you forget John Williams worked on Jurassic Park, whatever. Yeah. Like in the shot, there is all the subtle cues to the fifty one. I was like, that's that's pretty legit. And then I was, I told Charlie, I was like, J.J. Abrams should have worked more about the script yes. than how he was going to salute John Williams in this movie. Sure, yeah, like that makes it cool. That doesn't make it a good movie, though. <laughs> right. It takes a certain amount of legwork to even get that kind of quality anecdote from it, but. Yeah, like, eh, it was all right. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just me. Did you get my the text that I sent you about Rosario Dawson has been added to the cast of the to Mandalorian, Mandalorian as a Ashoka? No, oh, yeah, it's not confirmed that she's playing Ashoka. It's just that she's been confirmed to the cast. That is, there is no, she's not listed as that character yet. Oh, so. but the thing I saw was, and I can't remember where I saw it was that she was, no, she was confirmed what, as. She's, she's confirmed as a, as a cast member, and they were positing that that's who, mm. that's who she was playing. But I don't think it's listed. I'm checking IMDb right now, but I don't think it's confirmed that that's the role she's playing. But obviously, probably should. I love Rosario Dawson. So do I. She's kind of mouthy though. I've learned that recently. But whatever. I like she's I like powerful mouthy. women. I like powerful women. <laughs> <laughs> no, she said something stupid. I forget what it was. It mm. was it was one of those ones that you took a second. You're like, wait a second, what? And I looked it up. And it <laughs> wait, was what? real. Yeah, I looked it up and it was real. I was like, oh, it's like Kate from Lost. Hey, Kate from Lost, you don't want to take fucking quarantine seriously? You're off my list. <laughs> Get out. Evangeline Lily yeah. is yeah. that her name? Yeah. Get out. And she's from Ant Man versus uh, yeah, she's whatever. Hope Van Dyne, but she's Kate from Lost, man. Yep, that's, that's, when I, that's when I had my thing for her. But now, guess what? I don't. You're off my list. If I ever see you in public, we don't get to sleep together. <laughs> bunch of people, <laughs> bunch of people from Lost in Star Wars. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, the they, the, the one the one Hobbit, the one Hobbit um, the Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, him? him and then the he's in it for the, like eight minutes. She, yeah, and then she, the, the the one guy that's like <laughs> the the burliest. Uh, um, uh, X-wing pilot. Oh yeah, but is it, he's the pilot from from Lost. What is his name? Greg. He wasn't. He wasn't the pilot in Lost. Yes, he, yes, he was. 
Dollar bet. Dollar bet. The guy that gets pulled out of the window when he when they first go to the pot, the the fuselage to find out what happened. When Jack and Kate go to the fuselage and the guy gets pulled out by the smoke monster, it should be in like episode one, I believe. It's Greg Gustin or whatever his name is. I'll put a dollar bet on that. That is a long shot if it is because I <laughs> watched. I, I was gonna say what like that's one of those up. just that's one of those synapses that just fired. I'll put a dollar on that though. Lost. Should be episode one. That's not a t- I mean, the TV series. I don't necessarily trust you because you're going to go to like Urban Dictionary and be like, well, this one guy in Omaha said this oh, is stop it. stop it. Casting calls. Because that was all J.J. Abrams, right? Oh, yeah. How are you going Gosh. through it, dude? What? How are you going through this? Matthew Fox? No, not Matthew what Fox. What's that guy's name? I think it was just pilot. All right, I'm on the cast list for pilot part one. Yeah, let's see what. Where... Yeah, can you get to all that stuff now with the yes. changes to IMDb? No, they changed it all back. Oh really? Yeah, it was only it was only gone for like a day or so. Yeah, you can go in. Well, you go on the IMDb at the top where it says episode list. Click on that and then find the episode. Flight attendant. Flight attendant. How's the fucking pilot? Greg, Andrews, Greg, I forgot he was in Greg it. Grunberg, credited as Seth Norris. What was his name? Yep, the pilot, Greg Grunberg. Wait, wait, so you added the pilot. No, the guy that get pulled out of the fuselage by the smoke monster in episode one, Steve. How much clearer do I need to be on that? You're talking about the burly dude, the the fat fucking fighter pilot from... Rise yeah, what was resistance. his name? Greg Grunberg. That's the actor's name. That's the actor's name. I didn't see it on here. Oh, that's another dollar to me. It's an even Wait ten. a second. Yep. Snap Wexley. He played in the new Star Wars in, in mm. episodes 7, 8, and 9. Who was the pilot? No, Steve. You're wrong. The pilot... And Lost. If his name was Seth Norris on Lost. Frank Lapidus is a fictional character. No, no. Lost played by Jeff Fahey. No. Frank is introduced in the second episode as a pilot hired on a... Oh. You mean the guy that was a series member for the entire thing? That's not who I'm talking about, Steve. Look at, look at the cast list for the pilot, part one. Under cast list, you'll see somebody called Seth Norris. And check on the picture next to him. And then if you click on the pictures from the show, it shows him as the bloody pilot sitting in the cockpit of the plane when Jack and Kate go up. That's a dollar. Shut your mouth. Don't try it again. <laughs> wait. Wait. What? Seth? Who? Seth Norris. I'm going to send you a picture right now. Oh, I- yeah. It says uncredited. <laughs> Okay, so you're saying the picture is false. Like, that's not him. No, but if he's uncredited, he wasn't in it. That's not what uncredited (laughs) means, you fucking plebeian. Like, that's not what it means at all. Damn it. How could I remember he was on Lost and realize that he he was only... I don't know how that that works in my brain. I don't. I have no idea. But that's just the way it works, dude. I can't help it. He's been in a ton of stuff, though. All right, great. I owe you ten bucks now. Yes, you do. I'm probably gonna call. I'm you surprised you took that one, but what? I don't know. Why? I, I I felt confident in that. 
That I was one so. of, dude. I loved Lost. I think you think you're underestimating how infatuated I was into that show. That's the first time I was truly like heartbroken and angry at a show. Oh, it's fucking Fern Gully. Really? That's what you that's what you lead me to believe. It's a magic cave. That's I spent <laughs> six seasons told me it's not purgatory. It's fucking purgatory. Thanks, assholes. Like hold like still hold resent, hold resentment against J.J. Abrams and Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse. For the way they ended it? Yeah. Don't lie to us. Don't lie and say you had it all mapped off. Liars. You had a little bit mapped out. You had no idea it was going to be this big, and they forced you to go too long, and you started writing but, yourself into a but hole. But weren't they all, like, didn't end up that they were all dead? Like, it was all... Yes, yes, it was purgatory. And then there's a Samantha argument, well, it's not technically purgatory, because they weren't technically dead. It was just a traditional play where they had to work out the... Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. <laughs> it was fucking purgatory. It was purgatory. Oh, I was thinking of him from Heroes. Okay. Do you remember that show? Yeah. No, I didn't watch that show because it wasn't sanctioned by a comic studio. It's when everybody thought the comic studios were stupid, so people started doing unlicensed takes on comics because they didn't want to pay Marvel or DC. So, no, I boycotted that show because it was stupid. <laughs> so, no. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't watch Heroes. Save the cheerleader, save the world? Nope. Yeah. No. No. That was one of those ones. It was just like everyone got into it, and I did it out of spite. That's what I was like. Mm. I was in my, what, 20s? When was that on? That was right, right after Lost. It was uh, 2006 to 2010. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you weren't right like, out of well, college. No, I was like 30. That's right when I was real, like, <laughs> arrogant. and like Well, <laughs> more arrogant than I am now. Like, yeah, it was what's simple. I was like, no, no thanks, heroes. You mean it's not written by Marvel or And then they brought DC? it back? Yeah, 2015, Heroes Reborn as a miniseries. Yeah, it was stupid. No one watched it. I'm looking at the other stuff. Oh, he was in The Flash? He's been in a ton of stuff. The Saint? Paterno? Clover, the Cloverfield Paradox? He played yeah. Scott Paterno in Paterno? I didn't watch Paterno. He played Jack's Driver that in one, Star that, Was Born? That one? Yeah, I saw that. He was good. I, I made Aaron watch. Uh, you ever seen Snap The Greatest Jackson. Showman on Earth? The one with Hugh Jackman and oh yeah, it's great. It's great. Like I, well, I it is I, literally it's great. I was like, oh, I remember when the kids I, make. We got to watch this. I was yeah. like, oh, fudge. I accidentally watched it, quote unquote. When it like, I like Hugh Jackman, and it was just like, I really like Zendaya, and it, it turned out it was great. It was one of those ones I like secretly watched, and then it was on. And so, like, we were watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 again. And I was like, you know what? And I just kind of switched it when she wasn't looking. And then it went right into, like, one of the really good songs. And Aaron goes, what's this? And I was like, it's The Greatest Showman. And then Brody likes that forward. He goes, this is, I, I like this. And then <laughs> she goes, why, why does that woman have a beard? I'm like, okay, well, he runs a circus. And these are the eccentrics that work for him. And he was like, oh, and they're all singing about being different. And different is good. I'm like, you're darn right, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Yeah, so watch that too. Sorry, I was just hey, that's good. You just watched it earlier, and it made me. All laugh. right, so last thing I wanted to chat on on this episode, um, did and I don't know that you finished between when I texted you yesterday and today. Did you finish Hunters? No, I'm six episodes in, but I'm pretty. I have a pretty good idea. I heard of Peter's out too, but whatever. You what? <laughs> I'm six episodes in, but I have a pretty good idea. I have a good synopsis of why it doesn't land for me as much anymore. And I'll tell you why. It's 
obviously I'm only six episodes in, so it could get better or it could lose me completely. But what I've noticed is that when it does try to be Tarantino, they're not as good of filmmakers as he is. So, like, it tries to border between this very, very serious, you know, look at the atrocities committed mixed in with these super high-intensity, high-action camp sequences like the i went back and rewatched the first two episodes after you said yeah it got kind of campy and it's the introduction to the team like it's supposed to be like that yeah cool, yeah like the yeah that was the part i was talking about i was like it, what is that all they're, of a sudden? they're trying to be tarantino and he, they're just not they're not tarantino like i know tarantino steals stuff from other movies and makes it his own but that's that's him like that's the aesthetic that they're going for and it just doesn't but the rest of it if you took those out i don't think it would I actually think it might be better because like, they don't really f- service the plot all that much. Like you can glean all of the information that they shovel down your throat in that exposition dump of introducing the characters. You can get that just by watching the show, like where these people came from, the backstories that they all explain. Like, you don't need that smash cut of the the forced frames and like the animation and all of that stuff. But they do it a couple times. They did it when. They talked about all the Nazis working for NASA, and they cut like a infomercial with the one dude talking with the little black girl, and they named all like the Jews that worked for, or all the the Nazis that worked for NASA, right? And it was like this is all true, like yeah, we know. <laughs> you could just you could just say that in the context of the show, like yes, that's really what happened. We had a bunch of Nazis that helped us get to the moon, but it didn't need that. So you and then you have the kid getting shot in the back like that seemed i almost started crying during that so you go from these really really well done pieces when it doesn't try to be tarantino and then it tries to shoehorn in it to make it a little bit lighter i guess or a little bit more high action and stylized to take away from that but it does too much that's yeah it vacillates Mm -hmm. back and forth and you're like is this am i supposed to laugh here am i not like yeah, the the whole the guy from the How I Met Your Mother who plays uh, oh, what's his name? The, uh, Lonnie Lonnie Flash. Lonnie Flash. Yeah, you're like I didn't know. I I didn't I didn't I I mean I've watched episodes of How I Met Your Mother, but I not enough to put that. I was like, why do I know that dude? And I had to look it up, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's the guy from How I Met Your Mother. Like I only remember Neil Patrick Harris, and then kind of Jason Segel every once in a while. But right, no, you got Lonnie Flash. It, you know the the guy from How I Met Your Mother. You've got Carol, Percy Jackson, Carol, Jonah. He's great. You know, I like. I really like Logan. Logan Carol Logan. Kane. You Carol got Kane's the, great. Yeah, Al Pacino's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the scene where you, you got you, sh- you got to finish. Sh- you got to finish it. You got to be the scene. I think it was like two episodes where he gets in a shootout outside the uh, record producer's house, and they had to make him like move, and it looked like he tripped and fell in the, the van or the car he was trying to hide behind. I'm like, oh yeah, he's seventy something. Yeah, right. S- stop making these old men move, please, please, filmmakers. Like these are legends right. in our industry, and stop. You want them to break their hip or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I don't want Harrison Ford running around. And, breaking his hip anymore trying to be an action star put him in a right put him in a rocker put him in a rocker recliner and have him tell stories but. so you should finish it because i would love to talk to you about the whole thing because it, it, it i it, have time it it it, it mm-hmm. vacillates like i said it there's 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 stuff in there um i don't know yeah. it's That's not right. high it's not as high on my list as mine hunter it's not 
as high on my list as maybe The Witcher. I still haven't finished Mindhunter. Yeah, well. I was like, I was set that it's not going to get closure, so I might not ever finish it. Just on principle. Oh. Like, nah, you guys cancel it. But then again, I watched all of Hannibal, which if you haven't watched that, dude, and you're looking for some stuff to watch, watch that. It was That was under underappreciated. If you want to see, like, what I want to do for the movie that I've always wanted to make, like, tonally and, like, stylistically, it makes horror extremely high art. That's really, really hard to do. And, like, make really graphic stuff palatable and mm-hmm. almost and almost beautiful. Like, when, when Mads Mikkelsen plays... Hannibal Lecter plays like before he's found out when he's still just a working working psychologist and stuff but they show him like serving human meat to his guests but he's like a a master chef and they make it look like they brought in a food artist and stuff like that and so he brings in and makes this gorgeous food and you're like oh my god that's human and then I would totally eat it <laughs> but yeah it was that was cancelled which I was very upset about but the production design and just what they do with like the horror is what I always wanted to do for that Sullivan Marlowe movie I've been writing. So yeah. How's that coming? Yeah. <laughs> Not in the right headspace right now. Got, you got plenty of time right I now. Do. Oh yeah, dude. I've, we still have plenty of time. Like it's like, not rushing anything. Week one was just panic and woe is me and rocking my, <laughs> rocking myself to sleep and drinking heavily and yeah. Now let's figure out. Now we put our shit together. Yeah. So I, I I. You know, I've been working. I wasn't feeling good. So Friday night, I was like, "All right." After we watched half of Parasite, I was like, "I just need something. I need to. I need a little bit of escapism." And usually, I'm the guy like, I will spend 20 minutes on Netflix, Amazon Prime, trying to pick a movie. Like I'm trying to find the perfect movie. This time, I didn't do it. I was like, I put on Spencer Confidential. Uh, nope. I heard it's terrible. <laughs> It's, it's terrible. Why would you pick a Mark Wahlberg movie? Mark Wahlberg, I don't know. Mark, Mark like, Wahlberg is, is more missed than hit. Really? Look at his filmography, man. Like I, when he when he hits, he's really good. He, he, yeah, he, but he, him and Peter Berg together. They've, they've done so many together. Like I know, but I feel like those like it's. When's the last I time think you watched, like it, When's the last you're going to get a deep? solid six six and a half seven movie out of it? Oh, that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Would I have access I to? Thousands upon thousands of nines and tens. I'm going to yeah. settle for a seven point five or a six point five. Yeah. Eh. No, Steve, be selective. Pick something good. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, Teen Titans go to the movies. Yeah, I don't even remember what I watch now. It's just all bleeds together. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm looking through the other movies that he's done. Uh, Deepwater Horizon, Mark, no, Mark, Lone Survivor. Mark Wal- yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I thought you went with Peter Berg. I was just naming those. It was a Patriots Day. Was that other one that they did? Yeah, those are all passable. Deepwater Horizon. Yeah, Lone Survivor. I think that was him. Yeah, yep, Lone Survivor. Peter Berg makes passable. He's he'll always be the dude from Shocker for me. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm like the dude from Shocker. Sorry, Peter Berg. So it was. uh, You know, it's one of those things. It was not horrible. It was. It was a solid six and a half. (laughs) <laughs> ringing I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't going to turn it off I was like oh let's see where this goes I was like oh oh okay it's over so I'd rather watch John but, Wick I mean, you've I, got... I'd rather watch John Wick 3 or the first one for the but Alan year. Arkin's in it yeah Alan Arkin alone can't make it great right. can't he can't he can in certain movies or he's just really really good in certain movies but 
He can't make or break it. He's more of a. Color. Mark Maron was in it. Yeah. <laughs> post yeah, Malone. I, I don't I, get the post. Can you can you explain Post Malone to me? I don't. Not really. I couldn't name a single song. I mean, I probably heard them, but I couldn't. No, I have no idea who he is. I know he's the guy with the face tattoos, and the reason he got it is because he thinks he's ugly or something. Hmm. I saw that, but no. I don't know who that is, so I can't explain it to you. How how young do you think I am, dude? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't bought any modern hip hop in like five, ten years. Everything I listened listened to is like ninety seven to like two thousand four. There you go. That's when it was good. It's all crap now. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my lawn. All right. I think that'll do it for the what I'll call season seven or season eight, episode seven. Quarantine week one. Yeah, it was episode of series of special episodes. It's just like a second season. It's, the <laughs> yeah, it's like a sub season uh, where we talk, where, where we're quarantined. Um, we'll go through. Are you shaving during the quarantine? I did. I had to. It was it was getting long and it's really gray and it made me look even sadder than I actually am. So I was like, nah, I'm gonna do. My hair is getting. My hair is gonna be bad. I might just shave my head. What is what that? Is that a, is that a thing now? I saw a bunch of celebrities were doing that online. It's like shaving your head for some reason. Mm. I, don't know. I don't know what that. I means. was thinking because we're working at home, like you, this is where you can experiment a little bit with grooming. Be, I mean, I know I have to be on camera and everything for work and all that, but I was like, I might bring back the lamb chops. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. I, I can't. My problem is, is I can't grow patchy on my my beard. If I ever grew it, it grows patchy on my like the sides of my cheeks. So mm. I have to do like the chin strap into the the goatee. But my goatee and my mustache grow in really good. But my my chin is gray. It's like all gray with a little bit of pepper. And then my mustache is all pepper with a little bit with a little bit of salt in it. So it looks really weird when I grow both of them together. So maybe that'll be next. Mine's not even gray. Mine's white. This is like, white. We we turn like we, you know we turn the cameras on for work, and you have the ability that you can put backdrops behind you, <laughs> which is cool. And, and even if you don't have a green screen, you can put dra- backdrops behind you, like put in whatever photo you want. But for me, it recognizes my beard as the same color as the wall <laughs> behind me, which is white. Which is so white. it just drops out my like half of my face. That's very funny. Well, I, we found out like last night during our our Google Hangout that we all set our Google our G our Gmail accounts up like so long ago that it's all like funny pictures of us like when we were younger. Like Brent Freeze is <laughs> after Brent Freeze is right after he shaved his giant beard off and had this giant handlebar mustache and he did like this really goofy smile and like that's his profile picture on Google dating all the way back to that. But so like <laughs> when you dropped out or you like paused the, the camera or the microphone that would pop up. In, in place of your video feed but it was everybody's like so it's mine when I'm like 25 and like hammered down in Baltimore at Jay's place like holding like a fake shotgun but it, we just kept doing it we would pause it and then that picture would show up and you could still do it <laughs> and make it make nice. us laugh so alright that's all I got alright well, follow us on you can follow the the show on Twitter, which is mine, the one I use the most uh, at Matchwits. Uh, Chris you? is acquired. Acqui- I, I, sometimes you give me access to it, man. I tweeted something at some point in your direction, <laughs> didn't I? Hooray! I don't maybe, know. Maybe. Well, maybe, maybe you tweeted something. I don't. Know. I just follow. I just like like stuff from Rex Chapman, pretty much. <laughs> um, Chris is acquired wit. Uh, the website is matchwits.com. 
um, you know, listen to us, give us feedback. Maybe we'll do a guest. Maybe maybe we're due for a guest during the quarantine. Uh, we did a, a virtual happy hour at work on Friday. That was a little mm-hmm. interesting, where everybody was sitting around having a cocktail on a Zoom session. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty pretty interesting. Anyways, anything else? No. Chris, nothing. take us out. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> well done. Later, brother. Later, brother. Drop that English! Consider-